like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. Hello and welcome to Shift Happens. I am super excited today because my guest today is none other than Sandra Yancey. Sandra Yancey is the um, CEO and founder of eWomen Network, uh, for one. She is on a mission to help 1 million women entrepreneurs each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. I'm all about that. Let me sign me up. (laughs) She is an award-winning entrepreneur, life and business transformation specialist for the Emmy award-winning TV show, The Doctors. She's a multi-number one best-selling author, movie producer, and philanthropist. She is the founder and CEO of eWomen Network, the premier women's entrepreneur business community with over 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters across North America. Sandra is recognized by the International Alliance for Women as one of the world's 100 top difference makers and by CNN as an American hero. So uh, let me tell you what, I first met you, Sandra, at the Women's Prosperity Network Conference in October of 2018, where you happened to be the keynote speaker. And I was so inspired by your uh, talk that I immediately went ahead and signed up for uh, the conference that's coming up here the first weekend of August in Dallas, Texas. So uh, welcome for being here. Thank you for being on here. Uh, and uh, tell me a little bit about how you got started with eWomen Network. This isn't a side gig for <laughs> me. You know, I get up, you know, and uh, for 19 years, 100% of my time has been about moving the agenda of women business owners forward. Yeah. You know, and it's evolved over the years. It's not the same company it was, you know, when it started. It wasn't the same company it was, you know, last year. I mean, I think the name of the game today is about innovation. You know, are you watching what's going on around you? How technology is shifting people's experiences, their perspectives, their expectations, And are you adjusting accordingly? And the name of the game, I think, for small businesses is the ability to pivot and pivot quickly. And that's the that's the good news when you're small. When you have a smaller boat, it's easier to turn that boat than it is if you're, you know, mastering a big ship, right? So, um, but our hesitancy to do that, I think, is what really gets in our way. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, how much of that hesitancy is, it might be different for different people. For Mm -hmm. me, I I actually welcome change. I think it's exciting. Uh, You know, something new, stimulation for my brain and all. But but sometimes it might be more hesitation. I know for myself, is this the way to go? You know, if I wish I had that crystal ball, wouldn't we, then we all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point you'd really do have to jump and pull the pair shoot strings, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you really build your strength and your stamina and you certainly understand the view much better, you know, once you give yourself permission to, to jump, to fly, if you will, you know, and, um, if, if it was, you know, crystal clear for everyone, um, there'd be a lot more people making, you know, a whole bunch more money, but I think it, the, you know, those of us that, you know, dare to, you know, uh, to jump without knowing everything. And, and to be completely transparent with you, Karen, if I would have known, <laughs> if I would have known everything I was going to go through, all the lessons I was going to have to learn, all the mistakes I was going to have to make, you know, probably I wouldn't have done it. I would have picked a safer route. So I think there's something to be said about 
you know, my husband and I call it ignorance on fire, <laughs> you know, not knowing and yeah. being really excited about the unknown. And because to me, that's where all the magic happens. That's where all the breakthrough occurs and what, what I call the unknown zone. You know, there's our comfort zone. There's the discomfort zone, what we know we don't know that we need to know. Right. But the real magic happens in the areas that are completely in our blind spot, what we can't fathom, what we don't know uh, that we might need to know. And it is in, you know, breaking into that unchartered territory and making yourself available to what's possible versus I think the stinking thinking that goes on around, you know, creating so much caution and hesitation and procrastination. I mean, I believe that they are all, you know, diseases. They keep us in dis-ease because nothing changes. I mean, everything that's possible for us is in our yes when you think about it. I mean, everything that's possible is in saying yes. And the degree to which we don't do that, it keeps us in disease because we're not, we're not shifting. We're not pivoting. We're not growing. We're not changing. Yeah. And, and, you know, that piece is, that's a piece that I work with people uh, when I work with people in my private practice is that the stinking thinking, because that's all the wiring of of experiences that we've had. It's been locked into our memory and it was so pervasive. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) And we get it sometimes from the people that love us the most, not Mm -hmm. because they're trying to harm us necessarily, but because they're trying to protect us. It's, You know, it's our nature to want to protect people from, you know, um, despair, from heartbreak, from falling, from whatever you want to call it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the truth of the matter is the people that have really changed the world um, are the great innovators that go out there against the norm, Mm -hmm. the the people that, you know, tell them it will never work or it's already been tried before or, you know, what's that going to cost you and what are the risks and how many you know, how many hours are you going to be away from the family, the kids, all the things that get us kind of thinking about what are we doing? The truth of the matter is our, our, you know, we are trained and educated in a very formal way to be smart and to be rational thinkers and to be thinking about pros and cons, ifs and thens, Mm. you know, all of that. But, you know, people that change the world, you know, they quiet the mind because it tends to shout and scream at you and they, they tend to listen to their heart and your heart has a language. I really believe that your mind just really doesn't understand. Yeah. And, you know, it whispers as opposed to the shouting of your head and sometimes you have to quiet that noise. That's why I'm, I'm a real believer in meditation mm-hmm. and getting really quiet and journaling because it helps me you know, listen and get in touch with my, my heart. And, you know, my heart, I believe is, is the GPS for my soul. And when I get quiet and listen to it, it'll tell me when I'm on path, it'll tell me when to recalculate, you know, and uh, we can listen to all this external noise going on. It can really lead us astray when you're building a business, I think. Absolutely. And, and uh, one of the things that I really loved about what you uh, spoke about uh, at, at the conference was um, when people ask you, what is the uh, biggest risk that you didn't take? I, th- I think, or, or I think you ended up, the point was that the biggest risk is the one that you don't take. That's right. That. That's your biggest risk. Yeah. Is yeah. the one you don't take. Yeah. Because if you don't take it, again, it keeps you in that place of, um, it keeps you being, it keeps you stuck. I mean, I, Mel Robbins did a lot of studying about this and, and I think it's true for men and women, but I, it's especially true for women. I think we just, we hesitate. We ask for a sign, <laughs> you know, am I doing the right thing? Give me a sign kind of thing. And then we're provided with all kinds of transformational opportunities. And we, our initial reaction is yes. And then all of a sudden we go, but wait a minute. And the next thing you know, we pick up our phone and, you know, is, are the dates available? Can I get coverage for the kids? Can I be away? Can I do whatever? And instead of trusting that that was a sign, you've asked for it. It's kind of like you're, 
your gut pulling you forward, like here, go. And we, again, we get into our head and think we have to have everything figured out before we do it. And what I have found is that, you know, when I feel something is right, I just do it. And I've, I've learned to trust that the universe really does kind of rearrange itself you know, <laughs> and create alignment for you. Yeah. Um, but we got to trust that. Yeah. And if you aren't going to trust yourself, how can you expect your clients to ever trust you? I mean, I just really feel like how can you ask other people to do what you're not willing to do for yourself? Exactly, exactly. And and I there's a, another big piece because all of that hesitation really comes from also not trusting that I can handle it. I can learn, you know, I can there's so many things out there that no nobody knows everything. Right. Um, but when you step out there, then, you know, the response, if you're in that space might be, well, I don't know now, but I'll find out for you. Because I, I think right. many times that's, that's something that will hold us back. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. No question. I mean, no one makes it alone. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know the answers. What you need to do is have great questions. Like, what is it that, what's the one piece of advice you would give me as I, embark on this journey? What is the one thing that you would make me mo- most cautious of to be on the lookout for? I mean, I, I think we've been trained again that the opposite of success is failure. And the truth of the matter is they aren't opposite. They're on the same road. <laughs> it's just that success seems to be, in my experience, a little bit farther down, you know, and everything I think that we go through doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. It's, it's as if we have to trust that the universe is saying, girl, I got your back. And there's a lesson that you need to learn because as you continue to go and grow bigger and the stakes are higher, Mm. you know, you might see this again. Chances are you're going to see this again. And we want you to learn this lesson now Mm. so that when it happens again later, you can say, I've smelled that before. (laughs) I mean, this is familiar to me. And based on that familiarity, here's what I now know I might do differently. So it's a way in which, you know, for you to become, you know, a real pro versus an amateur. And the only difference between the two, I think, is experience and wisdom. Mm, yeah, having the and the courage to dive out and just gain the experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think it was uh, Wayne Gretzky, who was a very famous uh, hockey player out of Canada. In fact, he was called the Great Wayne Gretzky, and he was interviewed one time, and someone just asked him, "So, what do you think it is that makes you so great?" And he had a really poignant response that I've never forgotten. And he said, "Well, most players go to where the puck is." And I'm going to go where the puck is going to be. Uh-huh. And that's what separates, you know, the, the, the real amateurs from the pros. It's the anticipation based on the experience that's given you the wisdom to understand what other people, you know, don't understand. And that's where leadership comes in. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, the, so speaking of leadership, what, do you, what are some um, key factors with that you, that you, you mentioned about having the experience to be able to anticipate and, and what part of that uh, goes into leadership? Well, I think as a, a leader, you know, first of all, we are the CEO, right? We're not the COE, the chief of everything. <laughs> you know, we really are supposed to be leading, right? So, right. you know, I think the biggest thing for us as uh, women entrepreneurs is to understand that we need to surround ourselves with people that are a lot smarter than us. Mm. If you're spending your time telling everybody what to do, then you, you've, you've got the wrong team. Mm. Um, there's just not enough hours in the day for you to do what you have to do and then tell everybody. If you're feeling like you've got to give them all of the instructions, send it to me so I can review it before it goes out. Let me proof everything before it goes. I mean, that's exhaustion to me. So, you know, a a strong leader to me is to have a crystal clear vision. Where do you want to go? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? For me, it's 1 million women entrepreneurs making $1 million a year. Pretty simple. It's one sentence, not a lot of words, crystal clear. That gives me everything that I take on. I can ask 
the question, does it move that needle forward? Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, then it's a clear no for me. You know, just no. Like, it's a sentence, no. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I don't have to justify, I don't have to explain. I can just politely, not scream no, but just say no. Yeah. And the yes becomes even more powerful too. So having a real clear vision of what you want for your business and then surrounding yourself with people to say, how do we get there? Mm-hmm. What I've learned is great leadership is less about knowing the answers and more about having the questions, mm-hmm. right? And then letting people share with you ideas that are like totally like, wow, that's a great idea. would have never thought of that on my own. Right. That's how you know you've got a really great, you know, team. So people is, you know, there's basically six, there's six areas of your business that, you know, if you're not paying attention to them as the CEO, probably nobody else is. And these are the holes in your boat. So you can be, you know, on this beautiful ocean and you can have the gorgeous sails and you can be gliding. But if you've got holes in your boat, you will sink. And this is where I see like kind of the what I call, Karen, the $30,000 millionaires where they're out there and they're churning and churning and churning and they're doing great work in the world. They've got nothing to show for it at the end of the day. They're just constantly in distress, right? And so it's people, you know, do you have the right people? Priorities, are you focused on the right thing? Product, are you constantly making it your content your point of view, your narrative available for new people to find you, to learn about you, to see if they align with you. Some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. Yeah. Right. And then you need to be really clear on your uh, processes and so that things are duplicatable and repeatable. You need to make sure that you are monitoring your performance. Mm -hmm. And this is not accounting. This are the things that result in accounting. Are you noticing, you know, are your customers happy? Are are they giving you great testimonials? If they aren't, are you addressing them? Mm -hmm. Are you... meeting new people every single month. I mean, are you, do you know more people now? Can you count the number of people today that you know this month that you didn't know last month, mm. right? Are your, are your customers referring? I mean, these are all the things that translate, I promise you, your balance sheet, right, and your income statement and all of that thing. And then I would say the final P is plate because if you don't have a sense of balance of everything on your plate, you'll never have it. I mean, I believe in balance and I'm rarely in it. It's not about perfection, right? It's about what you value. And if I value balance, I'll notice when I'm out of it, not beat myself up over it, Mm. but then start to get myself back on, you know, a sense of whatever is feeling depleted, you know, nourishing it again. So, you know, those are the six elements I think of giving you, you know, sustaining power. And any one of those holes, I think, breeds new holes popping up, which creates just a tremendous amount of, of just churn. My mother used to say, the problem with the rat race is even if you win, you're still a rat. <laughs> you know? So it's not about the rat race. It's about, you know, I've helped people actually not make uh, that much more money on a year and double their profit because they just fixed the holes in their boat. So how cool could it be sometimes for us to not feel like we've always got to do more, 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 but we double our profit because we've fixed making sure we've got the right people. We're focusing on the right things, right? We're duplicating and repeating ourselves in a way that, you know, creates a series of expectations about how things should run without constantly revisiting it all the time. Oh my gosh, that sounds divine. (laughs) Right? We we are going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll delve more into this topic of growing up. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. All right, we are back with Sandra Yancey with Shift Happens here because what we do, what my vision is with this show is that it's all about, we we have this unlimited potential, each and every one of us. And my whole vision with this show is to, uh, to really encourage people to find that space within themselves. We I think we all have a purpose and sometimes we feel as though we don't know what that purpose is and it really doesn't matter what it is. I think personally that it's whatever it is that you, something you have to feel passionate about it. And in the first segment of the show, uh, Sandra talked about uh, ignorance on fire. I think that's a lot what passion is. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And um, so we were just talking about six areas that are important to uh, to make sure that they are, you know, doing well in your business. And you mentioned that it's the people that you have in your business. And I am totally on board with that piece of, I, I have never understood micromanaging because what is the point of having somebody else work for you <laughs> if you're do, exactly. basically doing all their work? Mm-hmm. And how are you supposed to get anything else done? So that's that's always been my philosophy. I want to hire people who can think for themselves and and you know, be an extension. And, and I love the other piece where you talked about how bringing people together who, you know, first of all, I, I, what it sounded like for me is that you have to find people who are on board with your vision and having that vision crystal clear, then you know, you know, do they have, uh, um, they may not have an as burning desire, they may or may not, but they definitely are on board with that vision because then they have, yeah, every, we all think differently, and that's the beautiful thing. We can inspire each other and 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 um, come up with new ideas. You talked about priorities and the product, creating product and content so people get to know what you're about. Uh, processes, you know, being able to duplicate and uh, monitoring your performance. So, uh, with regards to, are you providing good service and uh, you know, meeting other people every month and balance. You know, making sure that you're not burning yourself out altogether. Right, on your yes. plate. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, and just before we, we finished the previous segment, you mentioned that sometimes what, what you have done uh, when you work, help businesses is to just take a look at, at, at those six areas and, you know, like there, if there's a hole in one, like a boat and then plug that hole and it's not usually very much the extra work that has to be done, but you said that they end up doubling their income. What would be a specific, if you can think of a specific example of that? Oh yeah. Well, the priorities is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's really easy for us to 
get distracted. I mean, the, the ultimately, you know, what, what I have learned from people way more successful than me that I've invested in learning from is that um, one of the most important things for you to do at the end of the day is to get really clear on the three most important things you've got to work on the next day. Mm-hmm. What are the three next best moves that you're going to spend the next day? And to know that the night before so that when you're feet do hit the ground, right? You're not kind of wondering what you're going to do. You're not just kind of allowing the day to happen, but you're making the day happen. And it's really, it's, it's incredible to me what I sometimes see entrepreneurs spending their time doing. So, you know, if you've got this long list of things to do, maybe what you do is you just start out and you just make a T chart and on the left side, you label it as important meaning those things that make the cash register ring, Mm -hmm. right? And then everything else um, on the right side is a distraction. And so if you look at your list and you're just starting out doing this, then as you write down what you have to do, you have to ask yourself, does this really make the cash register ring? I'm going to label this important. If it doesn't, then I'm going to make it a, a distraction. And just really training yourself to see what is the best Thing, top three things I can do every day can totally shift your business. It's amazing to me how, you know, people will sometimes start working and it's 10 o'clock and now they're getting ready to make their list of the things that they want to do. And, you know, and they write things down and cross them off as if I've been productive. But we all know that just because you're doing things doesn't mean it's the right things or the best things for you to be doing. So, you know, if you're wasting eight to 10, you know, in the morning is two hours, two times five days a week, right, is 10 hours on a 40 hour work week, that's 25% of your time. I mean, there's no way there's not a company on the planet that can sustain great success Hmm. wasting basically 25% of their time or doing things unconsciously that um, aren't really tied to growing the business and moving it forward. Yeah. Yeah. That I really like that. Cause it's, it's pretty simple and yeah, it's, it's not rocket science. right? <laughs> I like simple. <laughs> yeah. But it makes a world of difference when oh, you yeah. focus on the important things. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that. Yeah, because now it's almost like you're going to bed with an intention. Yeah. And, and then you wake up already with your intention set. Yes. And mm-hmm. I go to bed excited. I'm excited yeah. for the next day because I know, you know, what, I, what I'm going to be working on that's going to move the business forward. It's exciting stuff. Right. Versus getting caught in the minutia, the busyness of your business. I know. Oh, I, that's the part I don't like. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, paperwork. Oh, why do right. I need to do that? <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. question becomes, people say, well, that's easy for you, Sandra. I mean, you can hire people to do the other things. I'm not there yet. Well, I just let me just say, you know, I was there too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, when I started the Women Network, I'd never run a multi-million dollar business before. I never hired a staff. I have both independent contractors and employees. We have, you know, three quarters of a floor here in a Dallas tower. I've never leased space before. I mean, I, all of this was new for me. Yeah. Um, but what I did do was I, I had to make some really tough choices. So there was a time, I, I, and I do think that we can find money. I think sometimes we don't even realize how we spend money. To this day, I don't have, you know, uh, what are they called? The premium channels. um, Is it called Stars, I think, or uh, Showtime, uh, HBO. I don't even have those to this day. Yeah. um, Because I had them in the very beginning when I started my business. And, you know, I looked at what I was spending on cable and I just said, you know, let me let go of that. To this day, I don't buy, you know, $6 cups of coffee. You know, I know people that, you know, say that's my, that's my one treat. That's something that I'm going to do for myself every, you know, you know, every single day. Well, six times, you know, seven is what? 42. If you multiplied that over a month, I mean, there's your VA, support right there, virtual assistant support, doing a lot of the busyness stuff and probably doing it better than you because that's her genius. That's what she does well. Right. And so I just feel like, I mean, I hawked my kids, you know, clothes. I took things to the consignment stores and, you know, did a lot of cutting back 
mm-hmm. you know, that I, you know, needed to do in order to, you know, find the money to have people do for me the things that, you know, weren't, you know, the best use of my time. My rule of thumb is that I should only be doing the things that only I can do, mm-hmm. like even this interview, yeah. right? Yeah. Only I can do this interview. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I can't delegate this to someone else. No. Now, if you said, hey, Sandra, I want to talk to somebody on, you know, digital marketing and, and the person that manages your digital marketing for eWomen Network and that kind of thing, then I would have had Brianna on this, on this call with you, yeah. you know, who's our director of digital marketing. I, I, but I, you know, I, um, we were going to talk about leadership and being a CEO and being a business owner and entrepreneur, kind of hard for me to delegate that one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I get those emails from Brianna. So yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Or Leanne, you know, who's been with me 17 of 19 years. Wow. I mean, who knew I hired her as an independent contractor. I thought, how could I ever, what, I'm going to, I'm going to make an employee. Oh my gosh, I got to, now I got to make payroll taxes. What is that? You just figure it out. It's not nearly as scary, I think, as people want to make it sound. I promise. I right, promise. right. Well, yeah. that's where accountants come in really handy too. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you were talking about you know, I, I like, thank you for sharing some of your own, you know, beginning and struggles, because that's the piece that many people forget. They see you here at the oh, pinnacle. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't yeah. start out there. And I still have them, Cara, and I have tons <laughs> of problems. We could spend the whole interview talking about my problems. I mean, we're in the problem solving business. That's what we do, right? Right. right. Um, there's always, as you move from one phase of your business to the next, you're going to encounter new obstacles and new problems. And I think the opportunity for the us is to not try to avoid them in a dysfunctional way. I mean, if you can learn and avoid mistakes, but once you're in it, plow through it and find the lessons in it and just keep going. I, I just, uh, Nothing is as devastating, I think, as we hallucinate it to be. <laughs> yeah, and and I think also there's a, a piece, this is part of the mindset also, that rather than looking at them as, you know, problems or whatever, maybe change that word out because words are powerful to challenges. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. the challenge, and mm-hmm. we're going to figure out how to resolve it. Or, right. And, and it may not be, I think the other piece that I come across when I work with people is that I think people are sometimes afraid to make a decision because they somehow in their mind think that, well, once I made this decision, then I'm stuck with it for the rest of my life. It's like, no, <laughs> no. Every time we, we make a move or make a decision, then that's just the next step. From there, yeah. we have to make other decisions. Well, when you don't make a decision, you just made a decision. Yes. I mean, everything is a decision, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, you know, if you decide, oh, I can't stand branding. I'm not going to do branding. Well, that's your brand. <laughs> I mean, you avoid it. You know what I mean? You, you know, it's, it's amazing to me how we rationalize uh, things as if we are, are preventing ourselves. I mean, if you don't take a risk, uh, you've just made a decision not to take a risk. And all that tells me is that, you know, the pace in which you are going to move forward is going to be terribly arduous and terribly long and probably very painful. It's just a hard way to go, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I wondered, because you talked about also producing content, and that's something that's extremely important. So that's, okay, well, let me ask you, what, what, what is the, what is, what makes that, I mean, it may seem obvious, but from your perspective, yeah. what, what makes that important, that piece? Well, part of business, and I don't care who the business owner is from billion-dollar companies, and whether it be Sarah Blakely with Spanx or Oprah with you know, her network, it doesn't matter if it's product-based, service-based, um, all of us have to be in business of you know, new people finding out about us. And I know people have said to me, well, I grow my business all on referrals which is great, but just imagine how big you can be and how much more you could be making Mm -hmm. if you did a little outreach, right, and allowed um, other people to find you. So for me, you know, I believe in content creation. I Mm -hmm. set aside 15 hours a month 
in uh, creating content in some form or another. Mm -hmm. You know, the sales funnel is alive and well. And even though a lot of people's opinions um, relative to online marketing has changed, the funnel is still the same. There's four levels, right? The top level of the funnel in terms of getting people to learn about you, then becoming, you know, customers ultimately is they've got to discover you. That top you know, one-fourth is all about awareness. So, you know, for me, it's about creating content, doing webinars, doing interviews, doing things that, you know, get out to people who maybe have never heard of me, have a chance to see what I'm about, what my point of view is. And, um, you, you know, you have to be, you're not going to be in the business of pleasing all people. Your job is to identify ultimately what I think are your dream clients, right? The people that are a real good fit for you. That's the goal. And so putting information out there, and for me, it could be a freebie, a free download. It could be a webinar. I do a million dollar series three times a year where I invite four different people plus myself five days, you know, for 30 minutes a day. Um, it's uh, from 9.30 to 10 central time. And people, come, I mean, they they get on the call from Cape Town, South Africa. Some wow. will say it's four o'clock in Maui. I mean, it's amazing, you know, how people come from all over. They're learning about you. Yeah. And then they decide, oh, I want to receive more information. So that awareness then turns into, um, you know, your, your, your leads, you know, and leads become prospects and prospects become customers and so just understanding that cycle and you just always got to be putting yourself out there that's the way I look at it to me list building is still very important I've never bought a list we can we've we're connected with over 500,000 men and women entrepreneurs and you know and on my mother's grave I have never bought a list but I'm constantly putting myself out there so that people can discover what, who is she and what is she about. And, you know, and, they, and I drive them to my website. Email marketing is alive and well. Don't let anybody tell you it's dead. How you do email marketing is what has changed. So it's important today to be segmenting your list. Mm-hmm. right? So that you're not blasting everybody with the same information, invite right. them to opt in, right? right? So that they get more information from you. Video is the name of the game. Google just reported that 80% of all online content is going to be video by 2023. So wow. if you're not doing video and you want to be in business, you need to get over it. I mean, you got to find something about it to fall in love with. Quit using the excuse that you're having a bad hair day or, you know, you need to lose 10 pounds. Like, get in line. (laughs) But it is the way, a way of the future. Just look at how people are using their their cell phones today and the amount of video content. It's more likely to be shared. It's more likely to be commented on. Uh, Just putting video, for example, in your subject line can uh, increase your your click-through rate by 13%. I mean, people buy more from video than they do from reading text. So using your email in in some new and innovative ways is still the name of the game for, um, you know, for connecting, you know, very deeply with people. I know that people spend a lot of time on social media. I believe in social media. I'm all over Instagram and Facebook, right, LinkedIn, the whole bit. Uh, Twitter, but here's what I got to tell you: that's least space. <laughs> yeah. You don't own that list, right? You know, Facebook owns the list, Twitter owns the list, Instagram owns the list, and Facebook owns Instagram, etc. So, how do you take that and invite them to be more into your fold? How do you move them into your fold and find out information about them? You know, I want to send certain kinds of content to people that have been in business zero to three years than someone who's been in business 15 years, Mm. right? So if you want to know why people unsubscribe, it's probably because you're sending them content that's not relevant to them. So learning how to segment your content is really important. Yeah, yeah. Wow, great tips. <laughs> and and it's incredible because I, I saw that podcast because you do put a lot of, you know, for members of mm-hmm. eWomen, there's a lot of content that comes yes. out from you. I saw the one that you did about podcasts, which yes. is what this is. It's like, all right, right. The right. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, let, me, let me tell you, I built my list initially 
on radio. I mean, there was no podcasting in 2000. There was no such right. thing. There was in a term, social media. There was right. no Facebook. There was no Google when I <laughs> launched eWomen Network, right? right? So I went and sold my a show to ABC. I was on the air for eight years, hmm. and it was very expensive. Um, and what I can tell you is podcasting is the future. I mean, car manufacturers, let me just tell you, if this isn't a sign, <laughs> car manufacturers, even on their dashboards today, yeah. now have the podcast icon so that you can just click on it. Wow. It's the only digital marketing channel, the wow. only one that you can multitask and do many things, right? I can download them, you know, on my phone and listen to them on a plane. I can run and be listening to a podcast, listening yeah. to my car, everything else. Think about it. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, everything requires you to stop and read something, right? right? It, is, it is clearly, I mean, I think iTunes just boasted, one billion um, <laughs> subscriptions. That's up from wow. 525 million oh last gosh. year, March. I mean, it's incredible, the growth of podcasting. Yeah. It's a great way for you to get your message out, to refine your, mm. your, um, your perspective, your narrative, to invite potential customers, to align with other influencers, to you know, be seen as a real subject matter expert influencer yourself, to get invited on panels and to speak. I mean, you can develop content from your shows, the turn, have them transcribed, put into blogs. I mean, there's just so many um, multi-purpose repurposing of, of podcast, podcast content. It's just powerful. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm, I'm getting all excited now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so on that note, we will go ahead and ha listen to a couple of brief messages and then we will be right back. You will definitely want to hang in because there is just so much juicy stuff from Sandra here. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Karin W. at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. And we are back with Shift Happens. Today, we have Sandra Yancey, who is here giving us all kinds of great, juicy uh, pieces of gold nuggets that, are, that you can implement into your business so that you can become you know, become a thought leader, become, you know, create that legacy. Because really for me, that is another big piece of it is to you know, get out of the rat race. Even though as an entrepreneur, you can do, you can work a lot. Uh, but I think also, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have control over what it is you want to spend your time on. And, and then the pieces that we've talked about in the previous segment is, 
what are you really spending your time on? You want to make sure that you are focused on certain key things because we can all get lost in busy work. I mean, that takes no time whatsoever. <laughs> we can, they can actually, well, we can eat up all of our time. So, so yeah, we were just talking about you know, uh, content as one a great way to get out because we do have to add, to grow our business. We have to constantly get new customers and there are lots of ways, referrals. You know, I'm part of a BNI, uh, which is, you know, worldwide um, networking referral. And it's great, but we do have to step outside of that as well. And, you know, that's where they're creating content. And with something like this here, you have a much wider reach. I mean, this is worldwide. Anyone in the world, you talked about people jumping on your webinars from, you know, Cape, the, you know, what was Cape it? Cape Town, South Africa. Mm -hmm. Cape Town, South Africa, you know. I have people who, well, I love every Monday, I get a list of who's been listening to the show all over the world. And Ireland, they are always on there, you know, then there's people in France and Thailand and all kinds of places like, wow, mm -hmm. I had no idea. Somebody's right. listening out there. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So, so this is good stuff. Um, now, you, we talked about uh, how sometimes we can get stuck. So for you, Sandra, what are some of the things that when you get stuck, you know, you feel like, ah, oh, you know, um, whether it's with regards to energy or, you know, now you have a big team of, you know, who are great at brainstorming with you, but um, what would you say is some of the things that have helped you get out of that space? Well, I believe in coaching. I see it not as an expense. I see it as an investment. Mm. Um, and what I love about coaching is I love my coach when I think sometimes people want to save their coaching for when they need a coach. And, you know, our culture has been, um, you know, is one of being uh, reactive versus proactive. We often yeah. don't go to the doctor until we're sick. You know, there's a lot of research on people that do have health insurance um, and have the ability to get, say, a mammogram annually and how many women still don't do it, right? Or people that do have um, even dental insurance and a lot of dental packages come with, you know, uh, complimentary teeth cleaning every six months and even the people that have it don't do it. You right. know, it's, it's kind of amazing to me how we're not into a proactive kind of uh, mindset. Um, and I see that in business as well. So, you know, my favorite times with the coach is when, you know, I can just be dreaming, mm -hmm. you know, and thinking of possibility, living in possibility, what could yeah. be versus I'm in crisis and here's a problem and how do I fix it, you know? And so what, one of the things that I've learned is that it's very counterintuitive um, when things are going really well, we're riding the wave, right? Things are going really well. Hmm. We tend to want to just make sure that we, you know, try to sustain that. But even waves come into shore, right? Yeah. Even waves wane. And yeah. so it's, it's counterintuitive. But what I've learned is the best time to start innovating kind of your next level of amazing mm -hmm. is when things are on a high. And we often, we often just, it's going so well, we're putting all of our energy into that. And then it starts to fade a little bit and we go, hmm, let me try this. And we try to do a little bit more to fix it and that's not working. And then the next thing you know, we start panicking a little bit and we start throwing bonuses or things on it to try and make it more valuable again. And even that isn't working. And, you know, those companies that do that um, often uh, become the likes of, you know, Blockbuster, right? And Motorola and Kodak and Toys R Us. Mm. I mean, you know, it's when you start to see things shifting, you know, and I'll talk to, I'll talk to entrepreneurs and they'll say, you know, my business is at a plateau. What do you think I should do? Well, I don't believe that business is plateau. I believe that if your business had a voice and it could talk to you yeah. and you feel like you're, you've labeled it as a plateau, that's your stinking thinking, labeling it as a plateau. Mm. To me, what your business is really saying is, thank you. Mm. Thank you for all that you have done to get me to this point. Mm. But where you want to go next is not this way anymore. It's time to shift. It's yeah. time, shift happens, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> 
change. It's time to, this is, I'm at a launch pad for the next thing. Yeah. You know, the person you are today may not be the person that you need to become in order to move your business forward over the long term. Because let's just be real clear. It's not about just getting you to a million, right? right. That's the first step. It's then the challenges, you know, how do you sustain it and continue to grow? Yeah. So the, the, the things that I'm doing today are not going to be the things that I'm doing, I promise you, 30, 36 months from now. Yeah. I mean, there's aspects of things that have to constantly be shifting and changing. Yeah. You know, look, at, look at all the Zoom things. We're actually doing some of our networking around the world via Zoom now. I wasn't doing that three years ago. <laughs> I mean, technology gives you opportunities to innovate and to grow. Yeah. And so when you're stuck, you need to look at it like I'm at a launch pad. Everything that I've been doing mm -hmm. that's gotten me to this place, bless it, then release it, mm -hmm. and now let go so that you're available to catch your next blessing and start, you know, capitalizing new on new opportunities. Yeah. And that's where relationships come in. I mean, all business is about relationships. Yeah. All business is about relationships. Yeah. You can't grow a business um, except with and through people. I mean, you can be in business for yourself, but you'll never be in business by yourself. Right. You know, you, you've got to be able to do what you do best and serve your customers deeply, get rid of all the administrivia, right? And so that you can work on things so more people can find out about you, right? And then you can begin to nurture that those relationships that allow them to the discern whether they want to continue to ultimately become your customers. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how you talked about, you know, it, it, your business as having a voice and, and, you know, and I think, you know, when you talked about this plateau, whatever, you know, we want to call it that, mm -hmm. that you seeing that as a, a, an opportunity. Okay. So things are, running like this that now I have energy because I'm I don't have to necessarily put a lot of energy into keeping it going the energy to do the next step to do the right. next innovation it come up with a new content or product or whatever it is yeah I love that that's because that way like you said you keep ahead of of that oh, totally I mean look at all of the great companies take Apple I mean, you know, they, I mean, they've been in the computer business for a long time, but they really started to re-innovate when they came out with the, you know, iPod. And, you know, many of us had Walkmans. I mean, they didn't really invent anything. They innovated it. They took yeah. something that existed and made it fresh and better. Right. And they could have sat on their laurels for a while on those sales. Um, and, but they immediately turned around and launched the iPhone. They didn't invent the phone. They mm -hmm. innovated the phone. They took something that already existed that had critical mass, right, mm -hmm. cell phones, and they said, these are dumb. Let's make them smart. <laughs> and then they got more critical mass. They re-innovated again, and they launched the iPad and then the iWatch. You look at Sarah Blakely with Spanx. I mean, she launched with the um, what were they? They were the footless pantyhose, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but now she's got clothing products. She's got, you know, bras. She's got athleisure. I mean, you you got to constantly reinvent. You look at Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't invent shopping. <laughs> he <laughs> innovated it, right? right? And he started out with books, right? Just so that he could get his systems down, right? His processes. Mm -hmm. When you look at those six Ps that we were talking about earlier, right? right. And then you know, expanded it and expanded it. Now he's launched. He's able, now that he's got a cash cow with all of us spending $100 a year uh, for our Prime membership, right. you know, now he's got this cash cow that he can then go off and start doing other things. But I think we also get decentralized so fast. We start doing this and this and this and this and this. I mean, you know, E-Women Network is, will be 20 years old this, this September. And what I can tell you is that I only did only did the memberships for eight years. Mm. I didn't have, you know, my own podcast network and my own coaching program. And we do, you know, celebrity science and we have star power because I built my own studio here. And so we bring in and we do video production. I didn't do any of that for the first eight years. Right. I just think it's really important that you become excellent at something mm. and have it cash flowing for you because mm. anything new you launch is going to require resources, time, money, people, and you want to have something to be able to fund that so right. that you don't have so many things that are pulling you and weighting you down. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point right there.
So, and so, um, so the other part though, is if you're, if you're feeling like, well, what if this thing isn't really working out? You want to shift altogether, you know, that might be a different story. You can say, well, I think this is, this seems to me making. Well, I was there. I mean, I was there at the very beginning. I, I mean, I was, you know, two years into eWomen Network, I was like, this is hard. And <laughs> why, why isn't this, you know, moving faster kind yeah. of thing? And I remember my mother calling me and um, I answered the phone. My kids were outside in the backyard and I'm talking to her. I can still remember looking out the window, yeah. watching my kids in the backyard. And she's like, you know, how's it going? And I'm like, it's not. I mean, yeah. this is, this is hard. And I think maybe... I think maybe I need to get a job. I think I'll, I'll get a job and I'll do eWomen Network on the side. And my mom was like, well, you know, how many hours are you spending on eWomen Network now? And I'm like, 12, 14 hours. She's like, okay, so help me understand the math here. You're going to go get a job, which really isn't a job with the kind of salary you want. That's really a career, which is about the difference of about 20 hours a week, yeah. right? That's not a 40-hour a week, but a 60-hour week. And you're going to do eWomen Network you know, on the side. Mm. And she goes, does that, does that add up? Does that make sense to you? And she said, I said, I don't know. Maybe what I need to do is just quit eWomen Network, go back, find my legs, you know, get my confidence back, get some money. And, and my mom was like, how do you know you're not quitting five minutes before the miracle begins? Mm. Yes. And I was like, wow, mm. I don't know. <laughs> and she said, well, then you can't quit. She said, I'm not saying don't quit, but I'm just saying that if you do quit, you need to be sure because if you aren't sure, you'll spend the rest of your life wondering. Mm-hmm. And I said, so what do I do? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, honey, I can't tell you what yeah. to do, but I know, I know that I gave birth to a daughter smart enough to figure it out. Mm. And it just gave me, I just, it just gave me a vote of confidence to yeah. say, Okay. 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 I'm not ready. I am not ready to quit. And I do have to figure it out. And my biggest issue was that I felt awfully alone. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went and hired a coach and I was broke. And that's when I started meal prepping before everybody was calling it meal prepping. I mean, I was buying these logs of five pounds of ground beef (laughs) and cooking them up and putting them in one pound bags. And one day we'd have pasta and the next day we'd have tacos and not the healthiest diet. I'm first to admit for the people that want to throw stones at me, you know, but I was trying to figure out how to get by, you know, and I, um, you know, started, you know, uh, not, not, I wasn't buying any, you know, junk. I wasn't buying any junk food, things that are really expensive, but fast. I was cutting my expenses like crazy, you know, to this day, my own daughter, um, doesn't have cable, uh-huh. doesn't have HBO and Showtime because she wasn't raised with it. Right. She doesn't miss it, you yeah. know. And when she started her own business, she realized I need I need to squeeze every dollar and make it go, yeah. you know, uh, farther than what the normal person would do. Yeah. So I mean, I get it. I've been there, you yeah. know. But you 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 know the, you know I say you know, when I was being interviewed on the doctors, I remember the executive producer Joe said to me. So why do you want to do this, Sandra? Like, why do you really, you know, want to do television? Mm -hmm. And he said, um, you do so much to help people, you know, uh, realize their dreams. And I, and I remember saying, it's not about dreams. Just let's just be clear. This is not about dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, the graveyard is full of people who never went after their dreams or gave up on their dreams. I said, there's a sector, there's a sector of people in the world that have a calling and they can't give up on their calling because their calling won't give up on them. Right. I mean, even when we're fed up, Karin, haven't you ever gone to bed and said, I'm over, I'm done with this. Absolutely. And I'm going to create a different life. And we wake up the next morning and what? You know, it's almost as if, you know, it marinated through us and we get up and we say, no, we're not giving up. There's got to be a better way. I'm going after it. Yep. And we just keep trying and trying and trying. And, and people that go after their calling, they, they end up being the most fulfilled and they're the ones you were speaking earlier in the show that yeah. really create the legacies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, the, and there's no way, I mean, by now I, I say all the time, there's no way I can be an employee. Yeah, I'm, I'm ruined. <laughs> I know, I'm unemployable. That's what I say. 
<laughs> no one would hire me. <laughs> I don't care what I have to do. You're not going to tell me what I'm going to do because you know what? Gosh dang it. There, there's, it, it has to make sense to me. And there yes. Your purpose. And there has to be some value and, and it has to make the world a better place. That's, yes. <laughs> that's just where I am. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you, girl. I'm with you. <laughs> yes, you are, because you are out there helping women, one million women become one million dollar earners. Yes, yes, I love that. And and so, if you were to, uh, as the last piece here, what would you say is the 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 thing that you are? You go to bed at night and you are most proud of having accomplished. Oof. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably not what you think. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm proud that um, my mother lived long enough to see, um, to see e-women network you really thrive. Mm. I'm proud that I built an infrastructure so that um, in her last five weeks of life, I could be there with her and the business still run. It didn't shut down, you know, and, you know, she said to me, you know, she wasn't afraid of dying that she was looking forward to seeing my father and my brother. Mm -hmm. Um, But she just wanted me there with her. She said, I want you holding me. And I said, done. I mean, absolutely. I'll be doing that. When my mother took her last breath, I was, doing the thing that she loved most. She was, I was rubbing her feet. My mother, you know, loved me. I would come in and I would rub her feet. She Mm -hmm. had neuropathy. She was in a lot of pain. And and then I climbed in bed with her. I knew that she was hovering for a while. And I, and I'm so grateful that, um, you know, I had this wonderful team here of people that said, Sandra, you be there. You be there. We gotcha. Mm. You know, I'm grateful for, you know, staying married. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been easy. Mm-mm. I've been married. I'll be with my husband 40 years. Yeah. He now works for me here. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I we're in a wonderful season and it's been hard. I mean, it's not been a perfect marriage by any means. 40 <laughs> years. I'm not the person that he married. He's not the man I married. And we've just figured it out, you know. And I'm proud of my children. And I'm proud that my children, um, you know, want want to be around me, that they choose. I mean, I cook dinner almost every week, one day a week. We figure it out. It's not one set day. It doesn't always happen that way. But we're almost always together now. My daughter and her husband are having family dinner parties. And we're a little but very fiercely protective, tight-knit family. And those are the things that I'm most proud of, that some of that mommy guilt that I had in the very beginning being away from my kids, Mm -hmm. um, what I realize now is that I didn't just say, I want you to be happy. I showed them what happiness was. And now they're going after their dreams. And today my daughter is working here in the firm. Mm. She's on a 10-year succession plan. Um, And then I want to open up a new division of eWomen Network and I don't want to be running it every day. Um, But how cool that ultimately, you know, my son was four, my daughter was eight and a half when I started the business. I mean, how cool that they, you know, want to be part of it. And, uh, um, so those are the things I'm, I'm really most happy about. Yeah. And the business has been a tool. It's been a vehicle um, that ha- I believe has allowed so much of this to happen. Yeah. And that's what I call a legacy, what you described right there. Yeah. For your, yeah. This is the personal side of the legacy. Yes. Not, not the one that the world sees. But yeah. the one that really matters. I mean, it all yeah. matters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The business is wonderful. I'm grateful. I work at it every day. I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, I can't imagine ever really retiring. But it is a vehicle for being able to do bigger things, you know, to be able to write that check to my causes, to the injustices that I see, yeah. you know, and not just volunteer, but, you know, all nonprofits need money. 
They got to pay for the lights. They've got to buy computer and software and hire somebody to handle their social media and organize all the volunteers, right? And and it it takes money. It's not just volunteers. So when we make it, I mean, women are amazing givers, Mm -hmm. you know. It's not about the big house and the, you know, fancy car. It's about the quality of the things that we want to do with our life. And that's why going big to me is so important because it gives you the freedom, mm-hmm. right, to make really big differences, not in just your clients, but then all the other extensions yes. you know, of our family system. Yes. So wanting to earn money and going big is not a selfish thing on the contrary. No. On the contrary. Yeah. It's about it's, being it's selfless big. in many ways because as you hire people, you know, as you make money, you get to serve more deeply because you can hire people to do things which allows you to serve more people, right? Because yep. you're not doing all the stuff anymore. Yep. Now what you're doing is you're impacting other people and their livelihoods and what they're trying to do for their families. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary and her guest co-host for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.